0: And now, here's your host.
1: Hi hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to talk about a trip I took to the Walt Disney World Resort back in 2008. And so this is a kind of a literal trip down memory lane where I'm going to talk about some of the things that happened. And, you know, I hadn't really thought about this trip a whole lot, sort of bits and pieces here and there, but... My mom handed me a photo album the other day and it was um, a photo album from Disney and it said 2008 on it and I was like flipping through it and I was remembering most of the trip and I was like, wow, this is actually kind of cool. I can tell a story with this because there's some interesting connections here um, to some uh, things with me and I can talk about Disney and some of the things that I saw and we did along the way. So the story goes that, you know, 2008 my kids were little and my parents wanted to um, take my kids away for a couple of days and do something fun with them. And so they were thinking about maybe taking a train trip somewhere. And if you live in South Florida, there's really not many train trips you can do. There's a couple of local trains, like in Dade County. And there's there's the train that goes between the counties, and you can take that. But there's really nowhere else you can go unless you take Amtrak somewhere. So they were like, well, we could take Amtrak along the coast and go somewhere. And I thought maybe they could take them to Disney. I thought maybe it'd be fun if they went to Disney World, they'd have the train trip. They could go to Disney World for a little while, and then they could come back. And... Uh, so they started thinking it through how could they do that and so I started helping them plan it I started helping them think through it and what we figured out was there was the Amtrak went from Fort Lauderdale To Kissimmee and you could get off in Kissimmee and you're near Disney World Actually, I think it was actually north of Kissimmee. It was actually in Orlando that It actually stopped now that I think about it and you would get off in Orlando and you would actually uh, be close to Disney It's you know, maybe a 15-20 minute drive or something and you could uh, rent a car and then go down there And There was a car rental place there at the uh, train station that you could rent a car. So it's kind of perfect in a way. It would be kind of a fun adventure. And of course, as we started talking about it, they're like, well, would you like to come too? And I'm like, yeah, why not? might be fun. So it became this this sort of trip between me, my two kids at the time, um, my parents, and my grandmother. And because she was living with my parents at the time, so it was the perfect opportunity for her to go too and kind of relive going to Disney. And uh, it was kind of neat. It was this kind of special thing. And I, you know, at the time it seemed like a bit of a headache, you know, I'm going to go with my kids and my parents and my grandmother, but it turned out to be something really special. I'm looking at the pictures of it and I'm remembering so many things about this trip that I thought, wow, this is really cool. So the deal was we, we made the arrangements. Um, We got to the Fort Lauderdale airport. My wife dropped us off and we all, I'm not, sorry, not the airport, the train station, my uh, wife dropped us off and we all got on the train and went off to, uh, to Orlando. So we're on the train and we're going up there and it's a fun three-hour ride you know we had the luggage and the car seats and the other stuff with us because the kids were little and we made it up there to uh to Orlando and it, it was uneventful it was just fun to walk around the train and have some fun with it it's only a couple hours it's you know it was kind of worth that time in that sense where it was kind of a fun trip up there and we got there and um, it turns out it was easy to rent the car no problem they had told us if it was after hours it was going to be a little more complicated and you had to jump through some hoops but we were fine we made it there early enough in the day we were able to get the car no problem we headed off and um we were staying down at the um i believe it was the all-star sports i remember seeing the soccer field i think it was so I, i'm pretty sure it was the all-star sports fairly certain so we um found a place to eat for the for dinner i think we stayed there on property somewhere maybe at one of the hotels something like that or one of the restaurants over in downtown Disney. It must have been one of the hotels. We must have eaten at a hotel. We had a little um, had a little dinner. Um, I believe we went over and we saw the fireworks. I think we went over to like the Polynesian or maybe the Contemporary and watched the fireworks from like the parking lot basically. And it was really fun to watch the Magic Kingdom far- uh, fireworks for the evening. Um, it was just kind of neat and special and kind of kind of a good time. So then we headed back to the hotel, um, got some sleep, got up in the morning and headed out. So we were only going to be there for the one day at the Magic Kingdom. So we got our park tickets to the Magic Kingdom and um the, I guess it was uh uh how many of us were there? Seven of us I guess. <laughs> As I think about it, the seven of us headed out and had a good time. So we you know, we went around and we saw all the classic attractions and you know, we went to um we went and got a couple of fast passes for things. Now, I'm not a roller coaster rider. My kids were a little young to do it. My grandmother certainly isn't. And my parents really aren't either. So we didn't do anything that was like high thrill, but we did a lot of things that were just fun. Um, you know, we did all the classic attractions and just had a good time walking around. And one of the things that I noticed in the um, in the book, the photo book that my mom handed me, was that there were a lot of pictures of my grandmother in front of the castle. She loved being near the castle and having her picture taken there. I've got probably hundreds of pictures of her in front of the castle you know, throughout all the uh, photo albums and slides and whatever other things I have. So it was just neat to see her picture there. And it was like, yeah, I remember this, you know, different positions around the castle and her just smiling at the camera. Kind of sweet and special in its own way. Now, my grandmother, being a little older, she couldn't walk as far, so she wasn't walking across the park. She was in a wheelchair for most of the day, and we were pushing around the park. And the wheelchair turned out to be an interesting little twist to things, because every time we'd go to an attraction, they would ask if she could transfer, sometimes we would wait in the queue and she would stand in the queue. sometimes we would, she, we would take her in the wheelchair and we would go to the you know sort of the side entrance to go in. And the one that stands out to me was going to the haunted mansion. And we went into the haunted mansion and um, they said, you know if you, can't, if you can transfer from the wheelchair, that's great, but we'll take you in the side entrance since so we went in. And I've never been through this entrance before and it was really cool because the, uh, the entirety of the, the area is themed. So you're going through like the servants entrance basically. And in there, you know, you see the bells ringing for service, you see all these pictures on the walls, it's all decorated and themed. They didn't miss a beat. You know, you, you don't stand in the queue, but you're still in line in a way, and you're seeing the Haunted Mansion and still getting into the moment. It was really, really cool, and I enjoyed that thoroughly, being able to kind of walk along and see that as we were going along. That was, that was really neat. So we rode the Haunted Mansion, we got off, the, the, um, the wheelchair was waiting for us and whatever. We also went over to uh, the Country Bear Jamboree. My grandmother loved the Country Bears, so we were in the Country Bear Jamboree, and we were in the front row. I'd never sat in the front row before because it was wheelchair access there, and that was kind of neat to be in the front row and see the audio animatronics up close and kind of have a different view of the show because we're usually halfway back or so. That was my favorite place to sit. Um, But this was kind of neat to be able to sit in the front row and kind of see her smile at the bears and giggle and whatever. That was kind of neat in its own way. And uh, you know, got to got to enjoy the kids being there too, and and seeing all of that. I think we had lunch over at like Pecos Bill, maybe. Um, no, maybe it was the uh, Tortuga Tavern. Oh, that's what it was. We were at the Tortuga Tavern because the kids wanted like quesadillas or tacos or something. But I went around to uh, Pecos Bill and got something and brought it back. Um, I don't remember what I got, but it was you know I remember going over there and getting something. And you know we just sat there and had lunch and we had a nice time. Then we rode on Pirates of the Caribbean. Now. My grandmother was a good trooper about things, and uh, she was happy to get up and step onto the Pirates of the Caribbean and get in the boat. We rode the ride. It was a great time. We get to the end, and she's having a little trouble standing up and getting out of the boat. And I remember she was standing there, and at one point, my dad and I were, were next to her, and we were trying to help her out, and she stood up, and she couldn't quite get her footing, and she couldn't quite get her balance to get off, so she wound up sort of falling backwards onto her butt, sitting back on the seat. And she's laughing about it. She's a good sport, as I said. Um, she was kind of enjoying herself a little bit but she was struggling to get out of the boat and we helped her a couple of times you know to get out And the cast member came over and tried to help too and we finally got her to step up and get out of the boat and I I suspect we were there for a couple of minutes Um, you know so now the queue is lining up behind us with the boats and when she got up out of the boat everyone in the boat one or two boats that could see her cheered and they all applauded and I stood there for a second, and I still can't figure out if they were applauding because they were happy that she got out, or happy that they were going to get out shortly. But in any case, she was embarrassed, and uh, oh, she was mortified. Um, She was easily embarrassed by those things, and it was kind of cute and sweet and funny. And my kids were just trying to figure out why can't she get out of the boat? You know, it's that sort of thing. But she got out, and uh, we got her back to her wheelchair, and uh, managed to make our way back to the. to the next things we were doing, but she was done at that point. She didn't want to do any more of getting out of the, getting out of the boat um, and doing stuff where she had to transfer out of the wheelchair. So later on, we rode on, I think we rode on the Jungle Cruise and I think she wound up taking, I want to say she wound up taking one of the, um, the, uh, the boats that can handle the wheelchairs, um, Though we may have been able to get her to step out into it. Uh, I can't, no, I we may have watched one of them and she didn't want to do it. Oh, I know what it was, I remember now. She decided not to ride on it. We watched one of the boats where they took the wheelchairs out, and she's like, "I'm not going to ride on it." So we rode on it without her. We did a few things without her, a few things with her. I went off a couple times with the kids. My parents went off with the kids. Different combinations of people, and it was it was fun. Um, that's that's right. I had forgotten about that. So we went around and we, we did that. Um, we uh, did some other things. We wound up going to It's a Small World, one of her favorite attractions. And we rode in one of the boats that had the uh, wheelchair access. So that was a little different because it's only got a couple of seats on it. So you're kind of in a private boat, which is kind of fun and sweet in its own way. And that was kind of neat. It was a um, an interesting time to be on the uh, on the small world like that. And so we went around and we had a little fun. We saw a bunch of different things. We stopped and smoked the roses literally a couple of times. Um, then we went around and uh, I think we had dinner at Cosmic Rays that night. And uh, that's, you know, just a nice time with the family and whatever. We stayed around and watched the fireworks, of course, and stayed till park closed and then headed out. Um, And that was just really neat. It was just a fun experience, you know, experiencing it with my grandmother and my parents and my kids and having her in the wheelchair so we got the different experiences we were going around just made it all kind of special. And uh, we took the wheelchair back to the hotel and, you know, we put it, you know, we had it there. And then the next morning we had made reservations to go to the uh, Cape May Cafe. Now, the Cape May Cafe, we couldn't get into the, um, Mickey's, uh, uh, the uh, Chef Mickey's over at the Contemporary, Cape May May is very similar. So it's a buffet with Mickey and Minnie, and I think it's Chip and Dale and Goofy, maybe, something like that anyway, and they're in beach attire, and it was fun. You know, we had a nice time. We had a nice breakfast. We enjoyed ourselves. My grandmother was so cute interacting with the characters. My kids were adorable interacting with the characters. It was just very sweet, and uh, we had a really nice time, and we finished up, and I think the train was supposed to pull in around 12.30 or 1 o'clock, something like that. And somehow or other, we got contacted, can't remember, a phone call, an email, a text, something, to tell us the train was delayed by about two hours. And it's like, okay, two hours, whatever, we'll find something else to do. So we headed over to um, the Disney uh, um, Village Marketplace or downtown Disney at the time and uh, just kind of wandered around there. That was like old times because we used to do that every trip when we go. We'd wander around there for a little while and hang out and have some fun before we'd go home. So it sort of felt like home in that sense. And I'm sharing it with my parents and my grandmother and my kids. And it was just really special walking around there and having some fun with it. Just, you know, window shopping and browsing a little bit. I think we may have bought a thing or two, you know, a little pin trading here and there, those kinds of things. We just had fun and it was just really neat. And then um, we got another contact communication about the train being even later. And we're like, well, what do we want to do now? You know, it's going to be much later. So my dad um, made a phone call and tried to figure out if we could keep the rental car and just drive the rental car home and just forget the train. And it was just, there was too many hoops to jump through and too many things going on and it was going to cost a lot more and this, that, the other thing. So we decided, okay, we'll just wait for the train. Fine. So we waited for the train and um, it was, you know, it was one of those things where we kept just hanging around downtown Disney. We had a little lunch. We had a little light dinner because we were there for a few hours. Then finally it was time to go get the train. So, you know, it's now around... I don't know, closer to five o'clock. And we're heading out and we hit a little traffic, wouldn't you know, um, heading along I-4, heading back to the, uh, to the train station. And as we're going along, it's like, you know, it's really slow going and it's like, oh, are even gonna make the train? This could be a problem. And um, we did make the train. We made it by, it was a short amount of time. It was probably like a few minutes instead of, you know, like half an hour, like we would have liked. Got checked in, you know, got on the train, the train's pulling in as we're finishing checking in. So we got on the train and headed home. And it was like, you know, it was one of those things where you just kind of go, wow, that was a little bit of a whirlwind trying to get back. And of course the train had other delays on the, on the tracks on the way back and there was other things happening and something, you know, I don't remember the details, but it took a longer time to get home. It took more like four hours instead of three and we were already delayed. We wound up, you know, shooting the breeze with somebody else in one of the cars and just talking to the guy. And, you know, he was this nice man and he wound up giving my kids um, Sacagawea dollars. Um, just as sort of a souvenir, and they still have those. And it was funny because they saw the they saw the train. And they go, Oh yeah, I remember we got the we got the dollars from the guy. And they were describing the guy, and it was like, Wow, that's really amazing that you remember that. So it's a nice little memento, souvenir kind of thing to go along with it. And um, it was just very sweet, you know. And it was really nice, you know. By the time we get home, we're kind of tired. It's now like you know eight eight thirty something like that. My wife comes and picks us up at the, at the train station, and we head home. You know, it was just one of those adventures where you kind of go. That was really fun, unexpected, um, a little different in some ways. And the interesting thing was, as I look back on it, I realized it was my grandmother's last trip to Disney World. That was it. Um, we had planned to go back another time, but we didn't for whatever reason. Something happened, something came up, we never went. And um, so it was interesting that that was her last trip to Disney. And I was part of it. And that was kind of sweet and special to me. Now my parents went back with us another time a couple of years later, so they had at least one more trip uh, with my dad and whatever. But um, that was the last one with my grandmother, and it was so special. When I look at the pictures and I think back on it, those family memories you have, those moments you have in time where you go to Disney or you do something fun with your family, but I say especially Disney, are just so unique and special and wonderful. And when I saw the pictures, I was like, "Whoa, this was great!" You know, just a great memory of. Like a really fun day with everybody, and it was just really, really neat. It was fun to share with my kids, and they have a recollection of going with their their great grandmother and you know uh, my parents, their grandparents, and it was just really neat. And it's just one of those special memories, and they remember details about it that I didn't. But they were filling in for me, and uh, you know, seeing it through their eyes was kind of cool too. So, you know, those those memories are some of the the best things when you have those and you think about some of the fun things you did and how you got around and how you enjoyed Disney with them. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Um, really, it was 13 years. Feels like it was yesterday. Um, but it could have been 20, 25 years. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter in a way. It's just this, the special nature of the memories that really sticks with you. And that was, uh, I just wanted to share that with you. When I saw the pictures, I was like, wow, I can tell this story. This is pretty neat. So I got there, we had fun, and we got home you know it was kind of a kind of a interesting perspective on a trip that was really different and i just wanted to share it and that was my own sort of personal view of my 2008
0: one little spark of inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation right at the start of everything that's new one little spark
1: lights up for you for my one little spark today i have two words for you get vaccinated. The case rates among the number of unvaccinated people have continued to go up, and while they've gone down for the people who are vaccinated, the people who are unvaccinated still are at risk. And because of that, everyone's at risk. We never reached the herd immunity. We needed to get to about 70% vaccination rate to get the, to get anywhere close to the herd immunity, and we're still sitting right under 50%. That's not enough to have it to make it happen. So, we need to get people vaccinated. And The reality is, as we look around the country and we see the vaccination rates happening, in Florida, we're below the 50% threshold, and yet Florida is accounting for 19% of all the new cases. Florida is only 6% of the U.S. population, so consider that carefully when you think about it. We're telling people, yeah, you can go around unmasked and you can go into different places and return to something close to normal, but you have to return with a little sense of self and understand that while the masks themselves help prevent the spread, it's really protecting me from you. So if I wear a mask, I'm protecting you in some way. So if you're unvaccinated and you choose not to wear a mask, you're still at risk. So I would urge you to get vaccinated if you haven't already. And I was um, look, reading through something from uh, Hopkins, Johns Hopkins Medi- Medicine, and uh, they had 12 reasons to get vaccinated. Number one, getting the COVID-19 vaccine can protect you from getting sick. The biggest part of this is it protects you from getting really ill. I could test positive today, even though I'm vaccinated, but it's unlikely I'm ever going to get sick. Number two, people of color are especially vulnerable to severe COVID-19. Number three, getting vaccinated for COVID-19 helps others in your community. Be a good citizen and help others. Number four, more vaccinations for COVID-19 mean a chance for a return to normal. Yes, we've sort of returned to normal, but if you look around and you read some stories about things that are happening, you realize it's not quite there. There are businesses that reopen and have to reclose again because people get sick as a result of not being vaccinated. Number five, though the COVID-19 vaccine development was fast, it did not skip any steps. This is a really important fact to consider. It It all went through the normal trials, it did all the things that it was supposed to do, and it did get FDA approval in spite of what other people will tell you. Number six, diversity in COVID-19 vaccine testing helped assess safety and effectiveness. This is an important part of number five. Number seven, side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine are temporary and do not mean you're sick. Personally, I felt really mm, under the weather. It was like I had a mild version of the flu for like maybe 12 hours or so. My arm was a little sore, but that was it. Oh, I did have one other side effect that was a little unusual. I got very thirsty, I was thirsty for about two weeks. So what, I drank more water. Number eight, do you have allergies? You can probably still get the COVID-19 vaccine. You should talk to your doctor or your allergist and understand what the risks are, but you could probably still get vaccinated. Number nine, here's what we know about pregnancy, breastfeeding and fertility concerns with the COVID-19 vaccines. What they say is pregnant women should discuss the vaccine with their doctors, um, and if you have a high risk or anything else, talk it over with your doctor. That's what it amounts to. Number 10, if, you're already, if you've already had the COVID-19, getting the vaccine will add extra protection. We've already seen that having the uh, COVID-19 and getting really sick does not pr- protect you from getting it again, especially if there's a variant. Uh, we've seen that n- a number of people, you could use India as the greatest example, got sick, They thought they'd reached their herd immunity, and then it turned out that they didn't, and people got sick again. So remember that. It doesn't protect you necessarily. You should get that extra protection. Number 11, COVID-19 vaccines. Time is of the essence. You know, people want to put it off and think, well, let's wait and see what happens. No, no, no. We have to get to this herd immunity. We have to get to a place where we can start to return to normal on a worldwide scale as soon as possible. Otherwise, there'll be other variants. You have the Delta variant. You have the Lambda variant. Each of these could be more deadly than the original uh, COVID-19, and we have to be concerned with that because, in a way, nature always finds a way. And finally, number 12, vaccines can't save lives unless people get vaccinated. So, in order to save lives and keep people out of the hospital, you have to get vaccinated. I was reading a story this morning about a guy who was uh, one of the big um, party officials with the Republican Party in, I think, Lakeland. And uh, he got sick with COVID. He was kind of, he, he didn't, he wasn't against the vaccine. He was just putting it off for a while. And he was kind of haphazard with wearing his mask, according to him. And he went and he went to different events and he did different things and he wound up getting sick and he wound up going to the ICU. And the thing that he realized when he was sitting in the ICU, he was fully aware of what was going on, but he thought he was going to die. And it was that moment of recognition. He could hear other people crying around him, praying, doing whatever, coughing. And he thought, this is it for me. This is the end. All I had to do was to be a little smarter about things. And I got my family sick too. And that's on me. And he had this epiphany moment. And I want you to consider that carefully when you think about whether you're going to get a vaccine or not. If you get sick, how do you affect others around you? So go and get vaccinated. It's our best bet for getting rid of this virus. And that's my one little spark for today. That is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now.